Hi, I'm David Spears, the ABC's political lead and the host of Insiders, and this is a piece I've written ahead of the Dunkley by-election that's happening on Saturday, a look at how things are shaping up, and I also couldn't avoid some references to one of the silliest political stunts we've seen for some time. The piece is called Cost of Living Pain is Everywhere, and this weekend the leaders will see if voters are buying their compassion. Here we go. The compassion contest amongst politicians over cost of living has now officially entered the realm of ridiculous. Independent MPs Bob Catter and Andrew Wilkie, dressed in full-body pig costumes and guzzling from troughs of fake cash, surprisingly loudly, hammed it up for the cameras yesterday to demonstrate the greed of Coles and Woolworths. It was a stunt that would have made Nick Xenophon proud. Catter and Wilkie's porcine cosplay wasn't directly aimed at the voters of Dunkley, But supermarket prices are certainly on the minds of voters in this outer metro Melbourne seat, which Labor is desperate to hold in Saturday's by-election. In the final two weeks of campaigning, Coles and Woolworths have been making plenty of headlines. Both have posted increased profits, fueling debate over whether both suppliers and customers are being screwed. Woolworths also announced the departure of its CEO after an embarrassing attempt to defend the level of competition in the sector during a Four Corners interview. Even the most politically disinterested Dunkley voters will be well aware of the pain being felt at the checkout, and they will have noticed the recent attention on supermarket profits. The sight of two fully grown, pig-suited politicians squealing about coals and woolies will be hard to miss too. Put simply, it's impossible to escape all the attention on supermarkets lately. It's difficult to avoid the constant reminders of cost of living pain. And all this is making Labor's task of convincing voters in Dunkley that it has a handle on this biggest of issues more complicated. While the Prime Minister continues to relentlessly promote his rejig tax cuts, now passed into law, there's not the intense focus on this conversation there was when he first announced the Stage 3 changes four weeks ago. The opposition leader knows the tax cut changes have been generally well received. He couldn't stand in their way. So instead, he's arguing they won't do much to make up for all the other costs, including groceries, rent and mortgage repayments, that have risen over the past 18 months. The average Australian family has lost around $8,000, says Peter Dutton. The line is on high repeat from Liberal MPs. It's pushing on an open door, reinforcing what voters are already feeling. Of course, neither side of politics has a clear plan to bring down supermarket prices, The government points to its various inquiries, but as Anthony Albanese has acknowledged, we're not the old Soviet Union. Australia has a private sector economy. South Australian Labor Premier Peter Malinowskis is even more frank. According to the advertiser, he told a Wyala forum that while politicians often talk about reducing the cost of living, quote, nine times out of ten, it's all bullshit, end quote. Well, perhaps. Governments, however, aren't exactly powerless. They may not be able to directly shift the price of wheat picks, but their decisions can drive inflation higher or lower. Yesterday's monthly figures showed the inflation rate holding steady at 3.4%. The Treasury is confident inflation is falling, but acknowledges it's still too high. The opposition is also hammering the government over its proposed vehicle emissions standard, or what it prefers to call the ute tax. The government's assurances that it's still in a consultation phase and this new standard won't drive up prices has done little to settle the argument. Some within Labor privately acknowledge Dutton is waging an effective scare campaign well targeted at Dunkley voters. What does all of this mean for the result in Saturday's by-election? Few are willing to stick their neck out with a prediction, least of all Albanese and Dutton. 
They're both desperately managing expectations, citing various by-election averages to suggest it would be thoroughly impressive and historically significant if they were to just scrape over the line. Privately, both Labor and Liberal MPs reckon the race has tightened, even if there's little data to back that up. There likely will, however, be some internal polling by Saturday. Most agree this contest is evenly balanced. We'll know soon enough. One of the complicating factors could be low voter turnout. In the past two years, Dunkley voters have been required to turn up for a federal election, a Victorian election and a referendum. Voter fatigue and general disinterest in this by-election could see more than usual stay home. Whatever the result, this first electoral contest for the year is likely to play a significant role in defining the strategies both sides adopt as they battle over a dozen similar seats likely to determine the outcome of the next election. If Labor has a poor result, it won't just be crossbenchers squealing like pigs for attention. Government backbenchers will also be making more noise, particularly about cost of living concerns. That's the end of the piece, but you can join me, Patricia Carvelis, and Chief Election Analyst Anthony Green for our special coverage of the Dunkley by-election. That's from 6pm on Saturday, March the 2nd, on the ABC News Channel. Bye for now. <laughs>